This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello guys, what is going on? Daniel Charles back here again for another edition of Added Time. I'm going to be answering your questions that you kindly submitted on the show X at Son of Chelsea and also on my YouTube community page. We've got some Arsenal related ones as we build up to the return of the Premier League in Chelsea at Stamford Bridge on Saturday night. I think I'm going on at least one Arsenal show this week. To preview the game, that's on Thursday evening. Uh, we'll see if there are any collabs, more collabs going around, and I'll promote them on my socials. I hope you've had a, a great weekend. I had a pretty busy weekend, literally flat out busy every single day. Um, from Friday night, Friday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday, traveling on Saturday, was busy Saturday night. Went to the Isle of Wight on Sunday, uh, which is quite an experience, and now back uh for for the build up to Chelsea really and we've got a a brilliant guest I've got another great guest on for Dear Chelsea my interview series my new one go and uh, listen to the full podcast I did with Gary Hayes um you can find a clip some of you really responded well to it and um yeah we've got another brilliant Chelsea guest uh that I will be releasing a clip or two from from that interview and also the full extended conversation will once again be available on the podcast feed but I mean another thing to speak about before we get into your questions is I'm currently I've got like a recently made cup of tea right here and I'm using it to keep my hands warm because in the UK and I always joke about this and it sounds really stupid probably the most stupid thing I say I have said and will say on camera is I I feel in the UK autumn is a bit of a myth Uh, it's not some big conspiracy theory it's just basically like I don't I don't get it as like a serious period of the year because you have summer depending on the year whether it's good or bad and then we have like two weeks of mild weather and then you wake up one morning usually mid to late October and it's absolutely freezing. And then in my mind, we're basically in winter. When you're having to wear coats outside, we're basically in winter. And unfortunately, today feels like that day. The heating has had to come on. 
uh, much earlier than I wanted it to come on. And yeah, it's just it, just any chance of any more warm weather that was kind of anticipated gone now. We're fully into winter. The nights are drawing in. So if I don't move my hands, which I have a tendency to, it's because I'm trying to heat them through through my uh, cup of tea. Uh, but yeah, let's let's get into your questions and hopefully some of your questions will at least uh, not remind me how cold it is and how miserable the weather is likely to get. So let's start off here uh, via, I believe this is via Twitter, uh, Alexander asking, Alexander CFC that is, asking, are you happy with Colwell's positioning long term? Is left back a long term thing? We have discussed Colwell's positioning and um, I don't think it is a long term thing and I'm not too concerned that it is going to be that. Um, because I just think time is on his side as a young player and also time is not really on Thiago Silva's side. And I just get the sense that at the very least he will transition into a centre-back role this season or in the long term will be that for Chelsea. I, I feel that there is a, there is also a reality that you know he, he's going to play in that left-back role partly because he's done it well so far this season, partly because... Uh, Pochettino has, has gone with that but also because Ben Chilwell is going to be out injured for, for a period of time you know I'm, I'm still intrigued to see what happens with Ian Matson in the January window what happens with Motka Correa who I still don't think has a long-term future at Chelsea so I just think naturally he will one day be in a centre-back role but I said this the other week that I, I I'd like to think he's going to come out of this a more rounded footballer, even if we all kind of feel his best role is as is as a left centre-back either in a four or a three Seb C asked team versus Arsenal. I'm not going to give away my team yet, and it's I, I'm not going to predict it this early. We're you know Monday afternoon when I'm recording this, and I've got my team selector that I'll do on Friday, where I'll give you the the correct team to predict for Arsenal. The big thing I would say, just as an early answer to that question, is what happens at right back, and it was something we discussed in my post match uh, live stream after Burnley, where you know there was chatter about Reese being back and there's been some chatter again over the international break over this past weekend of whether Reese is going to be ready or not more positive stories that he is going to be ready but you know I still think this is a broader point of like Reese's fitness being a real real big concern for me and why I don't think it's a ridiculous thing to say that Malogosto will probably either equal or better Reese's appearances this season. I mean, he's already a, quite a bit ahead given Reese's injuries problem. And even with Malo Gusto getting suspended, yeah, I still think that Malo Gusto might just start against Arsenal because of fitness. And, and again, that, that's a big concern because as much as people may say, let's not rush him back, when do you put him back into the firing line? Are you really going to wait until the Blackburn game, potentially until Reese James starts again? And uh, we're basically into November then, which is just not a good look. So I think that's the big conversation to be had over this game. Other than that, I don't think I'm going to be alone in not... Other than like if there are injury concerns to be had... I don't think there's going to be radical change because why would there be after the recent performances? Three questions here from Carney CFC. If Mount stayed, would he be captain over Reese? What do you think Carney's best position is? Do you see Carney as a starter as the season wears up? Um, you know, obviously with with a name like Carney CFC, I'm sure 
this is kind of uh, the last two were obviously very relevant in terms of if Mount stayed I mean that's that's a hypothetical and it's it's very hard to to know because you know Mount was obviously such a big character but again it's just I guess it was the obvious it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify one the obvious next academy one i think pochettino would have liked mason mount a lot as a as a player and i i felt that a bit like what i've said about conor gallagher it just felt like a very natural fit between player and coach profile and, and i thought that he would get a lot of minutes so then maybe he would have but we're not to know that i i think that just because mount had the captaincy before doesn't mean that he'd instantly be given it uh, again, so I, I don't. I, that's that's a difficult question for me to answer. I think the other two, I do have more thorough answers. I mean, I think the best position is as an attacking midfielder, and I think that could be as a ten or as an eight. I think in the current formation, if you're playing two eights, then obviously he he fills one of those roles, or he can play just in behind the striker. I know people who have watched him a lot in the youth ranks say actually as a six in like a double six, basically he can play that role too. I think in senior football, what we've seen so far is is coaches aren't really that willing to give him that role yet. Um, Graham Potter played him when he was playing as a, in a sort of a, or either a four two three one or a three four two one. He play him a lot higher. Pochettino has already done that too, and we see the impact he he had against West Ham. So I think as an attacking mid, that's where he will play. In terms of as a starter, it's it's difficult because. If the team continues to play really well, then it's going to be difficult for him to get in front of, say, Cole Palmer, who's playing kind of that creative role in behind the striker at the moment. Conor Gallagher is obviously playing so much football at the moment. Enzo, Casado, are you taking either of those players out from a balance point of view? And on the left, Mudrik and Raheem Sterling, you know, if they continue to produce and, and compete with each other, it's difficult. And, and the problem is with the current schedule, it's actually... The worst thing about a schedule with less um, games, no European football, if the team's doing well, is if you're one of those fringe players, you really are struggling at times to get back into the team unless injuries strike, which, as we know from Chelsea, a Chelsea fan point of view, we know can happen. I feel like he will get absolute minutes. I think the five sub rule is is great for, for fringe players and a chance to rotate the team. And uh, given what he did before he got injured and during preseason, I would like to think Pochettino would would value that and bring him back into the team. And then it's about taking those opportunities. But he clearly is a talent, and it's uh, hopefully he can quickly get back to 
the level of performance we saw just before his injury. And finally here, uh, this is from the Blind Shooter 8240. Do you think we should still be looking at perhaps getting a more standard, a ch more Chelsea standard goalkeeper in at some point? Sanchez has done well enough and has been competent, but I don't know how well he would do at the highest level should we get in, get back into Europe anytime soon. Chelsea have clearly invested on two keepers, right? Two young keepers in Gabsolina for the long term and Petrovic as well over the summer and you know to, to have both of those keepers and, and to look at them for the long term you need to appreciate that especially with Slanina who Chelsea fought off a lot of competition to to sign him in the first place now does he reach his potential that's obviously a big question mark as with any young player uh, but I'm, I'm sure they're hoping it's going to be like another Courtois situation in a few years time so then you're left with a difficult kind of conundrum aren't you in sort of who plays first choice and maybe that's the idea with Sanchez is he fits a style um, stylistically clearly um, can play in a team who, who has a lot of the ball he's a decent enough Premier League goalkeeper to to bring out some good stops and, and probably from a physical point of view a, you know a height point of view he improves on what we had before with Kepa so he can hopefully just be a steady hand and then you don't know when uh, Petrovic, when he gets his opportunity, what he's going to be like from a level. I know some people are really confident he could very quickly become number one too. So it's in terms of that big goalkeeper signing, I'm not quite sure it's going to happen anytime soon, unless once again, you're left with a really bad run of form from a keeper that sort of forces your hand on that because they didn't sign the big name this past summer that could have if if Onana came in um, and I know he's having a really difficult time at the moment at Man, uh, Man United you know maybe that that would have been your answer but I, I still think that because you've invested in young keepers it leans me to believe that you are thinking about those players being the future of that position and those players you know, kind of have to see that there is a, a realistic future. And it's such a difficult position goalkeeper because rotation is just not something you do in that role, uh, you know, frequently. It just doesn't happen unless, you know, you're really, you know, sort of don't have any trust in your current number one and you're constantly having to switch in. You know, even, I know there was this debate a few weeks ago of Arsenal and um, Ramsdale and David Raya. And, you know, very quickly even though there was a few games where those two were switching, it, it's now Raya. Raya is number one because it's not the same as an, any outfield position where you can, if you have a, a heavy schedule, you're going to rotate those those players in and out. Um, it, so it becomes a bottleneck, right? If, if you are number two, if you're a young number two and you're trying con to compete with a settled number one, it makes it very challenging. And why the Czech-Courtois situation only lasted for a season because Czech felt at his level that he could still play Premier League football for a number number of years and he did that at Arsenal. So that's why it's a delicate position and why I'm not so sure a big signing will come in. And I'm actually confident that Sanchez, I'm not calling Sanchez, you know, world class or or absolutely elite or maybe even better than what we had with Eduard Mendy, but I think he's a competent um, solution for the time being. And will we actually go out and sign someone bigger? I'm not sure. But that is it for today's edition of Added Time. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, thank you for submitting your questions. And I'll be back again very soon. Hit that subscribe button. Turn those notifications on. I also want to shout out, I shouted this out at the start of my last video. 
MOTM football. You can use my affiliate link. It really helps the, the show out. Um, go and get yourself a nice Chelsea gift. They've got brilliant Chelsea frames uh, related to the two Champions League final wins. Chelsea Legends as T-shirt. I believe there's more designs and mugs coming too. So get yourself a, a Chelsea gift. And as I say, if you use the affiliate link, Sign of Chelsea, in the description box below, you're helping the channel out too. But that is it. Uh, and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.